0: A listener production. Yeah, okay, here we go. He is ice cool in moments like this. Oh, the big fella runs back into heavy traffic. Let him go! Oh, they knocked the headgear off him. This is unbelievable rugby, man. Footy talk, Wednesday, raging Bull Gordon, tell
1: us. We're going to unpack it, mate. There's only one person that can afford Ben Hunt. That's you, mate. That's you. Me, mate. That's you. mate. That's you, mate. We're going to get him at Triple M. Home. He wants to come home. I've worked it out. You're going to come home and take your spot on Triple M.
0: Let him do it. He'll have nightmares having to deal with you every week. No, no, no. Uh, no. I- we're going to also talk Penrith. We'll talk the Storm. And we're going to talk Gordon Tallis Cup. This is Footy Talk on a Wednesday. Gordon, Tallis and Dobbo. Let's get into it. Wednesday Footy Talk, Gordon Tallison dobbo with you as we march towards the prelim finals. Gordon, thanks so much for being with us on this Wednesday. I know how busy you are, a man of rugby league. I mean, (laughs) just, you know, this is a big week for you. Not only Congratulations, Ben.
1: No, no, I just want to congratulate you, mate, right, because... why? Well, because on Triple M, right, I work with James Hooper, right. He's a credited journalist that sits on yes. Three Sixty, right. So he's on sure. twice this week. James Graham has made his comeback, so he's there. And you know, uh, yes. you watched him last night. The dark art of rugby yes. league, which is I've just learned something. Where, but you're on, you're on Three Sixty. But you were on last night. But you were Mate. picking Mate. on poor yep. Ben Hunt. I felt yeah. sorry for him.
0: Right, asking the hard questions. It doesn't matter. I don't need to get paid by three sixty, and they still get me on there. That's the sign of a true journalist.
1: Thank you. Know, you. I just thank I'm you, Michael for Being, there. So being so part for of your show there. You last
0: night. You're welcome. You're welcome. <laughs> um, to Braith. You've got my number, as Coach Prime says. You know where I am. <laughs> Coach uh, let's Prime. talk <laughs> now. Let's talk about the Panthers. They named yeah. Jerome Luai. Uh yes. Is this a big risk for the Panthers going into a prelim? That says to me they're respecting Melbourne. Chips are all in Gordy. How do you exploit him if you're Melbourne? And how big a risk is it for Penrith to roll the dice on him in a prelim?
1: Was it his right arm or left arm? Whichever one it is, it's not hard. Melbourne Storm would know that. I'm pretty sure it might have been one of them where he reaches out to score and he gets weight on it. They're running traffic, one on his inside, and they're trying to get him to reach. So Nelson Asafa solomona runs at him for the contact and then you get – Nelson to run so he's got to hold his line and then someone's reaching on the outside so that's what it is he's going to try to get him to do a grab tackle there's no doubt Melbourne Storm are brilliant at that Uh, we spoke about it last night but there's no doubt he's going to get tested you would think that he's not gonna play unless he's close to 100% but that's why they got Cogger on the bench yeah I mean and we're talking about Lui Penrith have lost one game without him and that was against yeah. Parramatta, and watching that game, that was in the last second last round. It was Parramatta's last game. I think if Luai plays that, they still lose. Like Parramatta were brilliant that night. Sure. So yeah, yeah. I so agree with that. so basically, it ticks on without him. So that's the luxury Penrith have with their roster.
0: So much to like about that game. Hughes' name for the Storm. I, I think they've got to roll the dice with him. Uh, they need Jerome Hughes in that side if they any chance.
1: Of course they do. Yeah, I mean, you look at Sean Johnson, right, so they had the luxury not to play him first week of the finals against Penrith. Melbourne don't have that luxury. Yep. They they actually have to roll him out. The only worrying part is Jerome Hughes' best part of his game is his running threat, I believe. You know, just uh, the show and go, the straightening of the attack. He's the one that straightens up Cameron Munster. So if he doesn't play, you'd say Storm have no chance because then it just comes down to nullifying Harry Grant and obviously Munster, well, M- Munster needs his partner in crime.
0: Can I ask you this, and I mean this genuinely, when you look at this Melbourne side, can that forward pack tame Penrith? They have to. They
1: have to. It's one-on-one. There's upsets. I all- mean, Muhammad Ali got knocked out. Yeah. yeah. I mean, Michael Jordan lost. Like, there's been some favourites that haven't won, right? But, you know, we spoke about it last night on 360, and we said that their forward pack has no chance. It's all comes down to Nelson. Well, you know, you've got some guys that have played some big games there and if Christian Walsh and all those guys defend like their life depends on it, gets off the line and hunts as a pack and nullifies the two Penrith forwards and then Lenya yep. comes off the bench, so there's three, and if they have the game of their life and they defend like their life depends on it, like we know that Melbourne can lift off the canvas, I give them a chance, right? So I'm yeah. never going to not give... Like a human, a chance.
0: Yeah, because it comes Um, down
1: to attitude, and I think Melbourne have the ability. It comes down to attitude, because everybody's saying they got no chance.
0: Well, I I give them a chance, and I've said this publicly, (laughs) and it's very rare that I'm wrong. So I I would think that maybe people—why are you laughing at me? Maybe people should start listening a little bit more to me. Mm. And I'm just saying now: just be beware of a wounded storm, a wild storm. Mm. You know, we'll roll a pan. Like a hurricane? Like a hurricane, Mm. a cyclone. Broncos' first prelim since 2015 at home. They played in one in 20, I think, 17 maybe. They got beaten. Their first home prelim since 15. It was a special night that night. You and I were here. They beat the Roosters. We were there for that Cowboys game as well, and we were on the sideline together that night as well. Can the week off – for a young side, be a hindrance, and I don't want to look at negatives. Brisbane, to me, when you call it that, a hindrance, right? Well, just what? they just have played. They haven't had a lot of football in the last six weeks.
1: No, right. See, so you're fresh, right? And people are talking about, oh, you know, like they have got no grand final experience, Brisbane. Well, eight of them have played. Eight or nine of them have played state of origin. They've got internationals in the centres, right? That have played. They've got, they've got enough talent there, right? Yep. To have played in big games to know what it's like to get up. The only thing that I see is. The Warriors have the momentum. Last week, they carried it in the last 10 minutes of the game. They were in cruise control. Sean Johnson come off. They've had a great week. They're buzzing. They know where their game's at. It was seven days ago.
0: Yeah.
1: Brisbane's last game was 14 days ago. So sometimes the momentum, but there's no ambush. They can't be ambushed. Kevi Walder's message this week is you cannot be ambushed. The Warriors came out. Fifteen minutes, sixteen nil. Knights had only completed two sets, so they just they just mauled them. They were just jumped out of the blocks. Well, you got to match them, right? Yeah. Right, you just have to match them out of the blocks. It's as simple as that. The knights got beaten out of the blocks from the from the raiders. Then they got beaten from the warriors out of the blocks. You can't get beaten out of the blocks. They're Do you know too the biggest benefit
0: out? for me, Gordon? And, and give me Mental. some insight here. Everybody's saying, oh, they've got Kurt Capel and he's won a premiership for Panthers and they've got Adam Reynolds and he won one in 2014 and he lost one in 21 and, you know, blah, 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 blah. But they've got a bloke there that's won six grand finals who's of played course. in more prelims than Kevin Walters. Like, if you're wanting experience, the bloke who's had the most game experience is the coach and he's done it. He's done it there. And and so I The whole I think
1: coaching staff has won Premierships. Premierships. Cardi? Just hear me out. So Cartwright has, I think. Matt Ballon has. Two. Langer has.
0: Lee, Lee Breeze was a legend over in the English Super Langer. League. Langer probably won
1: four or five. Yep. And Kevy's won 6 So,
0: So, like, there's enough
1: big game experience there, right? So they've all yeah. been in that. And Penrith, yeah, of course they play in the Grand Final. They know what it's like. It'll be like a normal week, and that's what it is, right? So when you get to the the more origins you play, you just know where the game's going to be. That's why I mentioned these guys have played origin. There's no bigger occasion than a state of origin, right? Yeah. There's no bigger occasion. There's no more brutal game than playing state of origin against New South Wales. That's the hardest games that you ever play. So those guys are playing that. They've got half a feeling. It's about dealing with the grand final breakfast, about dealing with the parade, about dealing with the yeah. signing, about dealing with the 2,000 people at your training facility. Just it's the extra stuff around the game that you got to deal with. You know, the fan day when I don't even know whether the NRL have it this year where you got to go and you come up on stage and all that kind of stuff. That's the stuff that you've got to learn to switch on and off from right yeah yeah and and from my first grand final I enjoyed it but I didn't switch off from it like I just kept on going with it and I was on a buzz maybe dragons were a little bit flat and then yeah. the next time I went to it I was like well I enjoyed it but as soon as it's gone get away yeah just like and learn to switch off from the game
0: and that's the big thing. Let's talk yeah. Warriors quickly. Big year for them. Massive year. Where they came from, uh, Andrew Webster's done a phenomenal job. There's no two ways about it. Sean Johnson has been rested for most of the week. He expected he'll play even though he has that calf injury. Yeah. Look, I, I give them a chance. I give them a big chance. They, they were outstanding against Newcastle. Look, on last played week's apples, form, for apples You give
1: them a chance. Sorry? If they're a racehorse, you can only win the race that you're in. They were yeah. outstanding last week. Yeah. Right. The only problem is they don't bring the thirty thousand Kiwis with
0: them. No, there'll be ten there. There'll be there'll be a, there'll be a splattering. I'm not saying a, a lot, but there will be a splattering.
1: Oh, mate, they make noise like the nine know from the Gold Aiden Coast. Aiden Fanua Blake,
0: though, talk to him about him. Aiden Fanua Blake hasn't had to come up against a Pain Hustler a Tom Flegler or Pat Carrigan.
1: It's not going to worry him. He come up against two origin players in the He's Like it, it, like Aiden Vanilla-Blake, he's a professional, mate. Every week he does it. Uh, he's going to be on Ezra Mam. Like you think that, try that. You know, like mate, when you try something and it works, you – Mate, there's no doubt they're gonna to try to isolate and get a smaller man in front of him. Sure. Like Tyson Gamble is yep. quite a big five eight, right? And he's robust and he's one of those guys that squeezes a fair bit out of his orange. Well, Aiden got him with footwork. I think Ezra Man defensively has improved. I think he's probably one of the better defensive five eights in their game. Like you see some of the hits he puts on. Well, he's gonna to have to be at his best because you it's fair to say Aiden Fanor Blake is coming for you.
0: Yeah, I like that. I really do. Mate, thanks for listening. More footy talk in just a sec. (laughs) Welcome back to Footy Talk, a listener podcast. Wednesday, the Raging Bull. He's a potty-calf at most times. Chinese today. Chinese today.
1: Chinese today. Oh, you're having Chinese for lunch today? I love my Wednesdays, right? I love them. Is it because of me? Well, it's a bit of that because I like talking footy, right? Like I do like it. Like I love rugby league. Wednesdays, it's – well, it's norm- it was normally my last day of the week, you know, with 360. I'd sit there and do it and I'd get home. But uh, we're going until Thursday this week, but I get Chinese because I come into the city and there's a little dumpling joint and I just have some dumplings and some
0: – I know. I've been there with you. I ordered, remember, some wasabi you made me beef. take a photo with a with a mascot out the front. Um, <laughs> the frog. <laughs> the frog. That's it. The uh, frog. The ticket giveaway. Uh, let's just get back on track here. To celebrate the NRL finals, Footy Talk is giving away a platinum double pass to the NRL Telstra Premiership Grand Final next Sunday. That's a hot Sunday. ticket. That's it's a great ticket. That's October 1st. Click the link in the episode description to use today's code word, which is <coughs> Panthers. That's, oh. Do you like that? Do you like that? <coughs> that was my little panther
1: chat. It's got to be. is the code It's, it's got to have. Do you know? Do you know? They used to have, and I'm so disappointed they got rid of it. They had this big sort of metal fabricated panther. Yeah. And the scoreboard used to be in it, and then the noise used to come out from behind. Must had big Rattle. speakers behind yep. this big panther.
0: That's and better.
1: Mate, yeah, and they don't have it anymore, but. Yeah. Uh, the Listen Panthers. to the footy
0: talk uh, on Listener, Apple Podcasts, or Spotify every day until September 27 to get a new so, code word. So
1: the way, words have been kangaroo, talus, panther. What was it on Monday? I forgot.
0: A- uh Panthers are the code word today. Let's talk about the bunker involvement. Should the bunker tip off referees during plays on the run in finals? Oh. I'm not saying week to week. No, it's or, got to be the same. Happy, it's got to be the same,
1: right? it it has to be the same because there'd be some clubs out there, right? Let's just say the Titans, for instance, right? Yeah. Because that's the club that I watch the most and that's who I'm rusted on with, that those couple of field goals, right, where they lost the game and they – well, they lost two games. Parramatta, they were offside. So if that goes back and they win those games and there's two or three games, they might be in the final. So why do you say these games are more important than those games? Because – the West Tigers probably got dudded on three or four occasions, or five occasions. So there'd be clubs out there, and all their fans would know that there'd be decisions that they, if it did get reviewed, might have went against the team. That's why we bought in. We have a problem with our game that no one's happy. I believe the bunker was bought in for a try scoring play, and yep. then they went back to the play that led up to it, where I was just so happy to put it to the put down right whether he was in whether he was out whether the ball touched the ground that's what I thought it was first coming in for then they thought oh yeah but they didn't play the ball properly there was a forward pass there was an offside there was a shepherd so then they went back to look at that so how far do they keep on going back I reckon a try scoring play or a point scoring play whether it's a field goal I reckon they review that because it's a point scoring and you're more likely to try to break the rules or bend the rules so let's say to bend the rules to stop it I reckon general play, can we just live with the referee making mistakes, right? Because but, that Harry Grant run, like, everybody's going off to the naked eye, right? If it's there, mate, none of the Roosters players blew up. You know what I mean? Like, yes, okay, so we get a nanosecond. We get well, a great Well, they did blow video. up.
0: They did blow up because after Tudence, they go saw had a it. Cha- yeah. No, you saw well, the, well, mate, course. so
1: you saw the so like, select, then after seeing the television replays, Mate, and there's some stadiums well, on, like hang soccer, hang right? On. See, so you know, soccer, right? Over in England, they don't have replays because they're inside the, the ground. Gordon. They yeah, I review know. Every but they don't show it in the ground, so no one knows. It's just the referee's decision. So they show it at home, but they don't show it inside the ground. Okay. So you don't know whether it's a knock on, mate. I sort of like that. So you go there, you watch it. When I'd go to the towns or sports reserve, let me tell you something. Those referees would have made a lot of mistakes, and then we had the old fashioned chalk. So even the touch judge, you'd go, there's chalk in there And the old linesman would say, no, that's the old line. running yep. touched the old line. And we just had to live with the referee's decision at the Townsville Sports Reserve, right? Then our dads would go have a beer and they'd chat about it. Oh, gee whiz, they got away with one there. And that was it. That okay. was the pub. Tip. I don't agree with you.
0: I so, don't agree with you at all. So
1: why can't we just live with someone making a mistake? We're well, we never going to be perfect. Gordon,
0: because there's a lot more than just a, a, a Townsville Junior Rugby League game on. This is the NRL. There is gambling involved. There is people, cool. people's livelihoods involved. And they involved. still get the bunker in. Some people say Wade well, Egan's
1: try was a try. I say no because the referee said no try. The bunker couldn't show. So they're still not going to get
0: every decision right. We're not going to agree with this. Well, Ashley Klein's been demoted this week. He's gone to the bunker. Jerry Sutton will get the Just the get job. your
1: point across about the referee. So you think we should
0: stop it for everything? I think in, in finals when there is a error of that proportion, I think that the bunker should intervene because the complexities of the game, and this is just dead set, the, the absolute facts around it, is that the Roosters would have had a six-tackle set yep. 10 metres out from the Melbourne line yep. and that was a crucial part. It was now, like
1: 10 minutes into the game, 14 okay. minutes into the game,
0: right? Okay. Well, so, what like was the square up to Harry Grant, then the high then, shot. Hey, Harry, that was a high shot. So that was a square up.
1: And then everybody right. off the record has said, "Well, then it's been three penalties. This the Harry Grant. I think the Roosters got enough back. So they say that if they would have given that as a knock on, Melbourne might have won by more.
0: Yeah, potentially. Right? But I think it, it'd be a lot easier if everybody knew the rules. There's so much. There's so much conjecture around it
1: I always say moment. this so when I was playing to get the frustration out of the players when there was no mics the referee would say like Ashley Klein said hey when Brandon Smith goes come on sir they're offside so he goes mate I've given you two six to go which is two penalties and I've just sent some under the bin so he sort of just basically said See, mate I've given you you're three you're not getting another one you're right? not getting another one so that's yeah. what you and then they're going oh how can he say that but that's what used to be said so like we'd knock on or whatever which goes sir and he goes mate do you know what? That was a 50-50. You get the next one. And I didn't have a problem as a player, as a player the one that's in there that's getting paid to win, I didn't have a problem with it.
0: Right, that's when there was no mics. Now there's mics. The referee can't tell you that. Right, eh. Let's get move on. We're not going to agree on that, but we very rarely do we agree. Um Ben Hunt reluctantly remains a dragon. Now this was the headline yesterday. Ben Hunt speaking as part of the uh well done do queensland maroons on the westpac signing westpac major sponsors they're also the women's jersey sleeve sponsor for the queensland and also part of the female academy but a huge huge outlay westpac now they have the new south wales and also the queensland sides at their major sponsors so ben hunt yesterday representing queensland also part of the prime minister's 13 he wants to come home so you got
1: that scoop off him yesterday
0: uh, an award-winning leading journalist out of Queensland. Pete Bedell was there, right?
1: So we no, got he wasn't that
0: there. He wasn't there. Okay. He is one of those, though. He's another one of that top echelon of <laughs> journalists in Queensland. Either way – Crash Credit got it then? Uh, he's another one. He's a Walkley hmm. Award. Both of them extremely good journalists. Oh, We're Hedley Thomas honest. got it. Listen, as much as we both love Headley. I mean, rugby league is beneath him. He, 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 <laughs> mate, he, he, he's catching killers. I mean, so uh, let's let, let's not bring okay, him down okay, to our right, level, all right? Yeah. Okay, you you were going along. I knew where you're going, but when you go to the top, I mean, that's like the king of journalism in Headley Thomas. So let's not bring yeah. him down to our level the of rugby league. Pet. Right, listen. Yeah, yeah. Now, ben okay, Hunt. let's talk about Ben Hunt. Where are you? So standing what did he say he? To, to you yesterday? Right? Flano,
1: let him come home. No, but what did he say to you yesterday?
0: What he said was that he's honouring his contract. Yep. He's had countless meetings with Shane. Because we saw it on 360,
1: right? He goes, no, no, I'm happy I'm going to be
0: here. I'm if they want there. me
1: captain, I'll stay as captain. Was that another yes, thing? he said and- all that.
0: But but I asked him then, Gordy, and I'm honest with him, I said to him, mate, I know you say all that, but realistically, all that's great and you're going to honour it, but you still want to come home, don't you? He said 100% I do. So what I'm going to say is here now, I absolutely get, the situation Shane Flanagan's in. He's inheriting a basket case at the Dragons and he wants to find and get some wins. They've got to improve. Like for sponsors, it's bigger than that. So he can see getting more wins with Ben Hunt than he can't. But here's what I'm saying. He's 34 next year. Yep. Save you a million dollars a year. If he doesn't want to be there, Yep, you're going to have growing pains anyway. Does Ben Hunt make that big a difference to that side next year? Oh, like, this is what I'm asking you. So, but does
1: he make that much of a difference to other sides that are going to pay him a million dollars? So you just actually gave him a massive uppercut. So in your 34,
0: you're at a bottom club. This, they they I think need he's a good number player, but I, don't, I think they need more than just a weapon of Ben Hunt. I think if he goes to the Dolphins as a running 5'8 with Isaiah Katoa for a couple of years, that solves the problem. I think the Titans are off the table. I honestly no believe one, that. I be, n- no I believe the Titans are off the, the price,
1: You do get it, but you're, you're overlooking the fact that when you go to one of the bottom clubs, you get paid more. You can't then just go, oh, I want to go to the Titans, who is going to build sure. and play fine. So I if want he, that went, much money. If he goes, yeah, mate, I'll put my ego in the pocket, I'll come for 600.
0: I think they'd all be clamouring for him, wouldn't they?
1: Well, that's <laughs>
0: – well, think mate, the top side – well, Okay, I think, 700, 800. But, like, mate, yeah, they no, have no, a million think, dollars,
1: I, right? So, like, the players you have to move, right? Yeah. In the salary cap world where you you can't just turn it around, right? Like, like you look at the dogs, you look at the great Gus Gould trying to turn – that organisation around. It takes well, a lot of... Well, let's face it, Gordon, mo- about the Titans.
0: Can we just quickly just talk... We're deviating here. Yep. The Titans with Des Hasler. Mate, I can only predict this. But Campbell will be the fullback. You yep. would think four and will go to seven... You think Desi will make sure AJ Brimson becomes a 5'8", and Tanner Boyd's your fourteen and you've got an unbelievable spine there. You've got yeah. Verils, like and I'm being genuine here. Yeah. Y- y- so is I there think there's enough of- there. I think
1: there's a really good side there. I don't think well, I think if you go after a million dollar player, you get a young million dollar player.
0: Like an Ezra M. or something like that. You're talking that kind of – not to well, that – like I understand he's right, not that level, okay. but a Reece Walsh. Or well, uh, see,
1: so, yeah, see, so that comes through my brain, right, that if you go, okay, well, you go that. Okay, let's pay him a million bucks and Ezra Mann comes off and you go, wow, and someone signs him for 700. Which one would you
0: take? See, I actually really like Ben Hunt. You know I've got a relationship with him and you know I I'm going to protect it. No, him. I No, no, no. And no. so I, You've I got actually to take think that he deserves a right to come home. I think he deserves a right to come home. I think he's asked the nice ways. I think he claims in a lot of ways that he was misled. And I don't know, Gordon, like you know this, if he doesn't want to be there, that flows out to your relationship with the playing group. I know you can be the best
1: player. Well, you walk away. So, Ben, don't forget I didn't want to be at a club and I had to sit out of here.
0: Yeah, but you're a lot younger than that, mate. You're a lot younger than 34. You were 21. Okay,
1: so now he's had his million dollars, so he's got more money than I've ever thought of having out of a rugby league career, so that means that there's more chance of him for walking away. I was a young kid with pimples all over my face that hadn't even fucking made anything. Mm. So don't say, so So like, and that's the point. If he really desperately wants to come home, you come home. Or if he wants so, to come home and earn a million
0: dollars, that's a total. So you think the Dragons someone's would let got him got to walk away from that contract? I don't think the Dragons would let him just walk and say, listen, leave the Dragons,
1: it there. If I'm the Dragons, I'm not letting him walk unless I get compensated or a player. So who wants to do that? Right. Well, Who clubs wants to do, do it, that? mate.
0: Clubs do it. Okay, clubs. Desperate clubs do it. Titans do it. So why well, the haven't Broncos they done did it? The Broncos did it. So why haven't they it? done it? The Broncos okay. Okay. did it. Okay, so now you say the Titans They let, the they let Dean done. go. They let Dean go. They had yep. to. Look at that. They let Dean go when they had to. Like, clubs do it. For Adam Reynolds. For a premiership well, mate, winning
1: halfback <laughs>
0: that wasn't on a million dollars.
1: Mate, if you want to compare apples with apples, right? And they've got a really good – so what are you going to let? Because they're going to ask for AJ Brimson. Well, they're going to ask, I would think Campbell. That's where they'd go for that. No it. chance. It's a father and son. It's my favourite player. Why would you let someone like that go where he's a crowd favourite? His Verils, dad played at the Verils club. Go. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. Well, that's a smart. Yeah. That's a great decision. No, no, I'm just decision. asking you. That's who that's they'd ask great, for. That, yeah. That's a great business decision. Let a 24 year old top hooker go on half his money. Great decision. Well, then he's not going to the Titans. That's That's what we've cleared up. No, so then that's my point. If Ben Hunt wants to come with the money, you can't do it.
0: Yeah,
1: right. So, oh, mate, so do you know what, Ben? Do you know what? I actually want to go work on the NFL in America. I would love to go over there and just sit with the guys and, you know, talk and, you know, be a defensive coordinator with them. They don't want me, do they? No. Right. There you go. So some things just don't happen, right? Right. So if he wants to come home that bad, he comes home.
0: Interesting where it's going to land. I don't know if we've seen this over. I I mean that genuinely. I know we've both talked about this a lot.
1: You know that Wayne Bennett won't pay that for him. No, he won't. You know know, Brisbane can't afford to pay that for him. And you know the Titans can't afford to pay for him. So So what does he keep on saying? Oh, mate, I want to come home. I want to come home. If he wants the million dollars, if he wants the same price, go to the Dogs, go to the Tigers. You will get the same amount of money.
0: Interesting situation regardless. Gordy, we were going to talk about prelims, but I, because I've got you here, I'm not. I'm going to talk about how important this weekend is to you. Friday, Saturday, Sunday is the Gordon-Tallis Cup in Townsville. 80 under-10 rugby league teams all gravitate to your birthplace and your town of, you know, where you grew up in Townsville yep. for the Gordon-Tallis Cup. How I mean, from humble beginnings, it's been unbelievable. It culminates this weekend.
1: Well, it's been going for 20-something years. Uh, Over 20 years, I started it when I was still playing. Believe it or not, Val Holmes and I think Morgo even played it. Michael Morgan (laughs) played in it. So, you know, to have so many players, the cheese went through it, I'm sure, you know, Cotter and all those young guys. But uh, to have 80 teams this year, over 1,000 kids, uh, they get up to Townsville and say, please drive safe. Uh, all the families get there safe. Uh, it's a great weekend. It's one of my favorite weekends of footy because those kids, and if it was like me, I didn't make too many rep sides, but they can go away with their team and they you know and they get to represent their own club and they go yep. play against you know so they're not playing against the same kids every week they're playing against sometimes there's teams from Sydney or Mount Isa or You know, Julia Creek or Cloncurry or Emerald or wherever they go, Tully Tigers. So they all come to one area. They all get to play against different teams. Every team plays a different style and it's fantastic. It's something that I'm so proud of. But the kids have a great time. The kids go out there, mate. They play, I don't know, 10 games on the weekend. Mate, they probably all fall asleep in the first... 2Ks driving out of there, but it's something that I thought I could give back to rugby league, but it's going on and it's bigger and better. 80 teams,
0: 80 well, teams there this year. You know,
1: and Paul Bowman's got one, uh, Laurie Spinner, I think Aaron Payne's got one now. So, like, they just keep on growing. So, all the North Queenslanders sort of have their own competition, but I think it's fantastic for all those young kids.
0: Good. good on you. That's it from us here for Footy Talk on Wednesday, the 20th of September. The Journos are in tomorrow. Raging Bull, have a good weekend, and we'll see you next week. Cheers.